It's time for the FingoCast Super Bowl Best Bets Contest. If this contest was a professional sports league, it would be the NHL, aka a lot of content mixed with public apathy. Featuring, if his 2018 betting season was an NFL team, he'd be the Patriots. Not a lot of flash, but all the results. It's Colin Burke. Plus, if his 2018 betting season was an MLB fan base, it would be the San Diego Padres fans. Because like them, he couldn't be bothered to show up and actually watch the games. It's Jack Anchelis. And now, if his 2018 betting season was an NBA team, it would be the Milwaukee Bucks. Totally dominant sometimes, totally crap others, all while ending up around 500. It's your host, Joel Finkelman. Hello, everybody, and welcome into a Friday edition of the Finkelcast NFL Best Bets Contest, a Super Bowl edition or big game edition. I don't know what I'm legally allowed to say on here. And uh, the final football edition of the Finkelcast NFL Best Bets Contest, because that's because the season's ending. So that's that's kind of how things work. Uh, you'll have to excuse me. I am um, had to run the Badger game last night and then come in this morning and run our really, really early show. So I uh, literally had three hours sleep last night. So I don't really understand how I'm operating at this point, but we're going to you know just push through and it is what it is. I, I probably forgot to do something on the live stream. It's probably like on silent mode or something. No, it looks like it's collecting audio, so that's good. Uh, yeah. So anyways, I mentioned the live stream. You can check that out at youtube.com slash Joel the F. You can subscribe there. Check out when I go live and all that stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at Joel Finkelman. You can follow Colin on Twitter at Colin Q. Burke. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Anchelis. Uh, those are our two guests for the day, per usual. And uh, where else? What else? Uh, check out the Big1070.com slash Joel, where I post the blogs and any other kind of funny content that we like. And uh, hey, we just did a roundtable this week where we basically get, uh, you know, four or five questions about whatever sports topic we want. This week is about the Bucks. And we have all of our personalities and people here at the two stations in Madison and Milwaukee kind of weigh in and uh, lots of gifts and stuff like that and lots of joel being sarcastic and whatnot so there we go oh hey by the way the brewers apparently just made a trade just got that to my phone uh they traded andrew susak who they got in the will smith deal from the giants they traded him to the o's so for a player to be named later in cash all right sounds like a big deal really just wheeling a deal in david stearns over there all right without further ado let's go ahead and bring in the patriots of the Finkelcast Best Bets Contest. That would be one Colin Burke. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I, too, was up late last night. I was out taking in one of the free concerts they have up here in tandem with the Super Bowl. I was out with the kids uh, seeing Ray Shremmerd, who oh. a disturbing number of people think is one person. I I thought it was. <laughs> it is a pair of brothers from Tupelo, Mississippi. Okay. Well, how are they? Uh, they were fun. Yeah. All right. That sounds fun. I, I honestly had no idea, but that's 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 news to me. And uh, here, we'll bring in the San Diego Padres of the podcast. Jack Angeles, how you doing? I uh, was up early with you this morning. I was supposed to get here at 7 to receive a delivery, and it's now 12.15, and they haven't showed up yet. So <laughs> I've been hanging out for five hours at work. It's awesome. To be fair, I... Uh, by 7.30, I would already have been at work for three and a half hours this morning, so I don't feel so bad for you, but that's hilarious. Uh, all right. Well, every week uh, we pick all the games, or most of you know, regular season we pick five games, kinds of spread, then the postseason we pick all the games, and we're down to the Super Bowl. 
So we thought it would be a little bit boring just to pick one game and then say goodbye and do Grinder of the Week and, and sign off. So we're going to do uh, we're going to pick the game still, but then we each have four prop bets. So that way we each have five bets that we're making. Uh, these are actual prop bets, I believe. Uh, I believe majority from Bovada, wherever we could find them online. So whatever. Uh, yeah. So that that's how we're going to do things today, Colin. How did we do uh, two weeks ago in the championship round? Well, two weeks ago in the uh, championship round, we were as good as a coin toss. All three of us went one and one. I correctly picked Jacksonville to cover, and you both correctly picked Philadelphia to cover and outright win. Um, that brings our standings to a basically final, because you guys can't catch me on 6-3-1. and one. Joel, 4-5-1 and one, with a chance to get to 500 here at the Super Bowl, and Jack uh, continuing his downward trend of the season, 2-7-1. and one. Jack... Man. I watched the whole game that we watched the entire Patriots game start to finish. Yeah? You gonna watch the yeah. Super Bowl? Yeah. I'm uh <laughs> joining joining Colin Burke to take in the Super Bowl in Minneapolis. Uh, so venturing north. I I would yeah. very much be taking part in that, but uh I gotta be aware at work at like five o'clock in the morning on Monday. So unfortunately drive back overnight. It's cool. Yeah, no, that sounds like the worst thing in the absolute planet. Uh, yeah, so that's unfortunate. But either way, whatever. Uh, so we're actually going to get the boring part of the, you know, the, our pick'em contest out of the way, which is picking the game straight up. I mean, that's that's the that's the lame part. We got a lot more fun stuff coming. Uh, so we'll start off with Colin uh, because, well, he was the champion in the regular season, champion in the postseason, all round champion. What you got? You said we're taking this straight up, or are we doing it with the spread? Oh well, with the spread. I'm just saying that the the oh, game excellent. straight up. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm going to continue riding the underdog. I'm taking Philadelphia plus four and a half. Technically at New England, I suppose, but it's the Super Bowl. Um, since this Patriots dynasty started 16 years ago, underdogs are 11 and five against the spread in the Super Bowl. So I'm just going to hope that trend continues. I think this Eagles offensive line should be able to contain the Pats front seven and get a lot of pressure on Tom Brady. They really haven't protected him that well this season. And I think the Eagles D is just too good and will be able to slow down that Patriots offense, maybe get a few defense points, um, uh, much like they did against the Vikings. Granted, Tom Brady is a much better quarterback than Case Keenum. What? Uh, Yeah, breaking news there. Don't tell Uh, Vikings fans that. Yeah, well, yeah. They're excited for uh, Kirk Cousins up here, and that would terrify me. Uh, that uh, would that would absolutely be a great decision for them. Like, no, yeah, jo- I'm not joking. Even though they have yeah. three quarterbacks right now. Yep. Bring in another. I would have, uh, honestly, I, this- I would have traded for Alex Smith in a heartbeat. Alex Smith would have Apparently they were trying to. That, oh, it would have been the perfect play. They get, All they had to give up was a third-round pick and a, and a good corner? Like, come on. They could have yeah. traded Trey Waynes and, like, a fifth-round pick. Oh, yeah. And I, I think this Eagles team is playing with house money. They've come a lot farther than anyone thought they would. Uh, and a lot of that is because of Nick Foles. Nick Foles in this playoff has had a completion percentage of 78% with five touchdowns and no interceptions. So as long as he continues to take care of the ball, I think that the Eagles will be able to keep pace and eventually even beat the New England Patriots for the Super Bowl championship. You're, you're picking uh, the you're picking Philadelphia to win straight up. I am picking Philadelphia to win straight up. Wow. Uh, I mean, that I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'm sure Jack would. Um but I, I don't I don't see that coming. I'm I'm next. I'm not even gonna waste a lot of time. I'm taking the Patriots because it's the Patriots. The Patriots are gonna do Patriots things. Four and a half. Man. Uh boy. I, I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna go ahead and trust Tom Brady over Nick Foles. 
and think that Tom Brady is probably going to have a Tom Brady game where he throws for like 285 yards and three touchdowns and no interceptions. And Nick Foles is probably at some point going to deal with the pressure and actually look like Nick Foles again. I think uh, having Bill Belichick have two weeks to prepare for Nick Foles once again is not something that probably scared him too much. So um, I'm really not too scared in that in that regard. So I'm going with that. I'm going with the Patriots. I'm I'm, I'm going to play it nice and simple. And uh, per usual, Colin will probably still get it right. So uh, so Jack, what do you got? I also took the Patriots. I got to be honest, though, I don't really care if they win. Uh, they have been good for like almost my entire life. They've won. Five Super Bowls in the last 17 years. I'm fine with the Eagles winning. Man, it must be amazing to reach a level of fandom, like your, or your team being so good that you just, eh, it's a Super Bowl. Who cares? We've got it. I mean, it's, it's part of the overall Boston sports wealth of championships in the last 15 years that, you know, Red Sox went in 2004, 2007, 2013. They can coast for a while. Patriots, same thing. Celtics won 10 years ago, and they're good again. So my sports fandom is satiated for the time being. Wow. This must be. This is amazing. I just, I can't. I don't think. I think if the Packers won 17 Super Bowls in a row, I'd still be life or death on the 18th. (laughs) I (laughs) I don't think I could. I don't think I could even. I don't know. I don't think I could reach that stratosphere. <laughs> but all right, all right. So we got our picks you know, out of the way. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good as the only one that took the Eagles. I'm just going to feed off this underdog thing. Um, I think some enterprising Eagles fan should covertly go dress the Rocky statue in Patriots gear just to continue that uh, that streak because people were real mad when they dressed it up in Vikings gear. Yeah, worked out really well for the Vikings doing the skull chant there too. Like, uh, way to go, buddies. I, I, I like. I'll give them. Uh, I was listening to uh, K Fan after the game. Uh, Colin, you're oh, probably yeah. familiar with K Fan. Uh, sometimes, Very. sometimes when I'm feeling like I really want to feel the pain of a hurt franchise, I, I go listen to their local broad or you know post game show. Um, a caller called in and talking about how it was kind of disrespectful that the Eagles fans were doing the Foles thing instead of Skull. Oh, I loved it. I couldn't get enough of that. Yeah, that was brilliant. And uh, I'll give the the announcer, whoever it was, I don't know what his name was, but I'll give him credit. Uh, he was like, you know what? I, I think we got a little cocky with the skull is, chant. <laughs> is this Paul Allen? No. Did he say that? No. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he's like, yeah, I think, you know, like, look, they they deserved that. They they whooped up on us. They get to do whatever they want. Deal with it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's actually legit. I, I could deal with that. So I, I give him credit on that one. Um, I, I love the way the Eagles fans have shown up in Minneapolis. I was uh, out yesterday and saw that uh, the city of Philadelphia has purchased a bunch of billboards around Minneapolis that say "Fly Eagles, Fly Love Philadelphia." So I can't get enough of that. Nice, that's awesome. Uh, let's see. Um, I guess we'll get right to our props. We're basically just each person's picking four props on their own. Um, so I don't know. I know I don't have any carryovers with Colin. I don't know what Jacks were, so we'll find out if we do. But uh, Colin, you're up first. What's your first prop bet? This one is just a gut feeling. I'm going to take the fact that there will be 12 or fewer penalties in the Super Bowl. I think the Super Bowl is really a place where the refs try and stay out of the way and just let the teams play. Um, And, you know, just a gut feeling. I think 12 or fewer penalties is a a good lock. Uh, Okay, I can see that. Uh, I can also see that there's going to be 11 penalties, so under, uh, and 10 of them will be on the Eagles and one will be on the Patriots, and it'll be like a special teams penalty. Oh, wait, that literally just happened two weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. The Patriots are a team that doesn't get a lot of penalties called upon them. Really? I saw a, a news, I saw a story today 
Oh, that's what saying. That's a out. result of Belichick being obsessed with the rule book. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, it isn't just refs missing blatant holding calls or things like that. It, that has nothing to do with it. But then penalizing the other team for tiny ticky tacky things. That's that has nothing to do with it. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Absolutely Interesting. not. Yeah. No. I'm sure. That Anyways, I'm twelve sure. or fewer penalties. Seems like go. a lot. Like how LeBron doesn't get called for traveling. You get the superstar calls. <laughs> yeah. Dynasty superstar team, you so get a superstar call. So you just get a superstar team call. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That that seems that seems the legit. coach is also a superstar. Yeah, got it. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Uh that means I'll go next, which uh, I have to actually look at my computer here because I don't remember these off the top of my head. I have a few uh national anthem based ones. Uh, not the time though. That's always one of my favorites is, uh, I usually like to go over on that because I feel like whoever's singing it always likes to kind of soak up that spotlight for as long as they can and really hold the notes as long as they can. I think it's two minutes this year, which is, it is, that's heavy. I mean, usually it's like over under a minute 47 or something. Two that minutes. That prop has always struck me as really odd because if you were the singer, what's to stop you from just putting $50,000 down on yourself to be over two minutes? Like 50, there are 000. very few other bets that only one person determines the outcome of. Man, I I feel I like if the I idea was... the is that whoever is singing it is probably famous enough that they don't need to bet on themselves. That's true, but I'd probably go drop yeah. 10 mil. Yeah, but you're forgetting about the fact that the Finkelcast motto is get paid. So even if you've got money, keep getting paid. Bet yeah. on yourself to win. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we like that motto here. I think that's very fair. I mean, you know, uh, not... Is now a good time to point out that all of our bets are backed by the new uh, blockchain currency, single bucks. Oh, That's yeah. correct. Oh, Invest now. Yeah, so I, I left that out. So uh, the way we're doing this, and this is just for fun, so you don't don't freak out here, but we're, we're, we're making our five bets, so the one that we've already made, which is the against the spread just, you know, total from earlier, and then we're just putting $100 on each of these bets, quote-unquote. 100 Finkel bucks. 100 Finkel bucks, because uh, that was the denomination that Jack made. It's a cryptocurrency, I think. Um, it's really spiked today, let me tell you. And uh, and then, you know, we, we're actually putting the odds on it. And uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see who uh, wins the most money. And uh, yeah, Jack, what was the odds for Collins' bet? Do you have that written down? I don't. Oh. I texted it to him, but Colin refuses to acknowledge the odds. So Yeah, that's true. Colin thinks this Never. whole system is way too complicated, so he doesn't want Never to. Never tell that. me the odds. There we go. Well, now I'm looking it up. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, well, no, you didn't actually send the odds. You just gave what he would win. Basically, it looks like it's about minus 130 for the under. All righty. <laughs> That's just an estimate. All right, so I'm uh, first. Uh, yeah, so I'm not actually, I don't want to pick the uh, the over-under length of the uh, the national anthem, because this year, I just I feel like that's really long. Uh, but what I do like is the will any scoring drive take less time than it takes pink to sing the national anthem? And I'm taking the yes. That's minus 140. Um I, okay, so if she sings for two minutes, are we saying that there's not going to be a drive either at the end of halftime, at the end of regulation, or just a random quick score where a team takes the ball down and kicks a field goal in 30 seconds? I mean, this is a scoring drive. This isn't a touchdown drive. I feel like the the under here is a lock. So That seems that seems to make sense to me. Also, does like a return kick or a return punt or an interception return count as a scoring drive? I don't... I don't think that's a drive. I don't know. That's a... The, because huh. cause an interception return, that's for sure going to take less than two minutes. Yeah, I don't know how they classify that. I don't think it does. Um, hmm. Well, now there, I'm just... Yeah. Let me look it up, because there are a ton of 
details on every bet. Yeah. Order. Yeah. There is a bunch of stipulations on here, but either way, I'm feeling pretty confident that like, I mean, especially if the Patriots have the ball at the end of the first half, you know, they're getting at least a field goal out of it and you know, they're doing it quickly. So that's how that's going to roll. So that, that's my Just first a safe bet. bet. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like a safe bet to me. Yeah. So, uh, so Jack, are you ready with your first bet here? I am ready. All right. Um, so over or under one and a half times that Janet Jackson gets mentioned, uh, during the broadcast, but not counting halftime, I think is the official yeah. Um, yeah. stipulation. I said under one and a half. I think there's no way that they touch that at all. Too much controversy. Yeah, I don't, isn't it? I don't see any reason that the NFL would encourage that. I think they're, they've been trying to sweep that under the rug for years. And I mean, they, they, uh, that incident resulted in the birth of YouTube. So I wonder what fresh hell uh, Justin Timberlake's going to unleash on us this isn't, year. Isn't it kind of weird, though, that uh, it's amazing to me how much crap she gets for that versus him. He doesn't get anything. He's back doing the the halftime show again, and, and she's oh, yeah. like blackballed by the NFL. And it's like, at the end of the day, he's the one that did it, right? Yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, it's that's, totally unfair. That is a little bit. It's a little bit of a double standard. Maybe we'll just we'll just put it that way. Uh, all right. So we've each made one pick. So Colin, you're back up. You're with your second uh, prop bet. Hold you on. Know I, I, mentioned was, it. Oh, oh. I was incorrect. Halftime does count towards dimensions. Really? I, I still feel good about that. it. Yeah. Why would they do it? They wouldn't mention it during the show. I, and honestly, and even if they do, they're not going to mention it twice. You know, I, I just, yeah, I just, yeah, that's a dumb bet. All right. So, well, I mean, you made the right decision on it. So it is Additionally, uh, like minus 300. Oh, so you're making like nothing on that. 3333. Wow. Uh, really? Just, wow. It seems like a solid lock. I need a little solid change. Yeah. You need something in case somebody gets zero here. So, uh, yeah. All right. So, okay. Now, Colin, you good? Uh, yeah, additionally, it's been confirmed that she will not be in the halftime show. So I think if she doesn't show up, why would they talk about her? Why would they bring that incident up? Um, so for my second prop, uh, I mentioned earlier, I think the Eagles defense is going to be able to dominate that front seven of the, Patri- or the Patriots. Uh, so I'm going to pick the Eagles to have the first sack of the game. Ooh. Okay. That, that's I, just, I, don't, I don't trust that the Patriots pass rush is going to be able to get to Nick Bowles. He kind of rolls out a little bit. He's a little mobile, like sneaky mobile. Um, and uh, I think the Eagles have no problem getting the first stack. So uh, once again, I don't have the odds actually written down, but let's see. If Colin bet 100 on that, he would win 86-96. So we're talking like one minus 115, minus 110, somewhere in that range. I'm not super great on all these things. but either way. Uh, That should be minus 115, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, all right. Yeah, I honestly though, the thing that would worry me about that is that Tom Brady never gets sacked ever. Um that uh, he's been sacked more this season than any other season. That yeah. line has not been protecting him to the level it should and this this Eagles defense really is going to be able to get after him. What do you think the Patriots game plan is going to be offensively? Throw to Gronk. <laughs> See, I think <laughs> I get the feel that they're going to do the 2014 Super Bowl playbook against Seattle and just dink and dink and dunk and dink and dunk and dink and dunk all over the field and never like the pass rush is really good for Philly so they're just going to ignore it and just get the ball out of Tom Brady's hands in like one second every play I don't know that's 
that would be the only part that would worry me is because if they go that direction, he's probably not going to get touched for like two quarters. Um, yeah, I don't know. So that, that I think it's a combination. It's a combination of me believing the Eagles' defense is great and the Patriots' pass rush just isn't there. Yeah. All right. All right. That's fair. <clears throat> um, all right. I will. Oh boy. Which actually, let's let me. I got to do my other. Uh, uh, what is it? Um, national anthem related prop bet here. Uh, Pink is a notable Eagles fan, uh, took to Twitter to freak out about the Eagles making it and her being able to sing the national anthem there. So apparently she's a huge Eagles fan. Um, so this is a prop bet that says, will Pink wear an Eagles shirt, jersey, or hat while singing the national anthem? I'm going to say yes, plus 170. This is the underdog bet. I don't know. Like, I don't know if the NFL like is going to allow it, but I feel like there's going to be some article of eagle paraphernalia somewhere on her. I think she's going to do it. I'm calling it right does it, now. Does it have I like to be it. eagles branded, or can she wear something green? I think it has to be eagles. Like, I think like okay. if she wore a shirt that said eagles on it, like I think that would count because it would be like you know. I'm assuming it wouldn't be something she macro made at home, but you know, like or, or knitted. Um, I, see, and I just don't. I don't like this one at all. I think the national anthem is a place where you're supposed to be. Uh, I don't know. Be impartial. You're representing uh, the country, not a specific on. team. Hold on. Have you ever watched the NHL playoffs? Like, oh, I'm totally aware of what that is, but that's that's the NHL playoffs revolves around people actually having home ice advantage. The, N- the NFL, the Super Bowl is supposed to be supposed to be a neutral site. Yeah. I think they don't care if she wears anything or not. And I think she will. Well, I'm assuming Haven't they care. Some of those, like the split jerseys or whatever, sometimes. Yeah. I'm assuming uh, that, yeah. uh, that, that she's, they, they care if she wears some clothes, I would assume. Uh, oh, yeah. No, we don't want to have to bring Janet Jackson back into this. Uh, yeah, so there we go. I have two things that are going to be heavily determined on the national anthem. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to tease my next one too because I too have something to do with the national anthem. Yeah, well, that's that's win. That's bet 100 to win 170. So man, I, if that one comes through, I think I'm going to win this contest straight up right there. Uh, all right, so back to Jack for your second one. What do you got? All right. Um, as long as we're talking about Janet Jackson, I had one that I was thinking about, but. I ditched it because it wouldn't be enough money. There's uh minus 900 that the broadcasters will not say Nipplegate at any point during the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, that's just a lot. Possibly imagine why <laughs> they would say it. Yeah. But, Can you imagine Al Michaels saying Nipplegate? Yeah, I absolutely. But I, I only had a hundred bucks to work with and making five back I, on that. It was not worth it. I don't know that that term is, widely enough used to even come into a broadcaster's mind. Yeah, I'm with you, actually. Yeah. Like, it's not the official title, I guess. I don't know, right? No, I think wardrobe malfunction was the yeah. preferred nomenclature. Yeah, now they might but if say you're that. Like a, if you're a sideline reporter here, why wouldn't you put some money down and say it? Oh, so like you're talking about the, the lackeys who are only paid like $400,000 a year. You'll get five. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter i put fifty thousand dollars down on it and i'd retire <laughs> well here's the thing with all of these bets is that the i'm sure they cap it like a manager months. can definitely say hey we got a weird five hundred thousand dollar bet on whether nipple gate will get set or not <laughs> <That's all. laughs> and they can just cancel it yeah so, that's why you know, aren't dumb. 
That's why the sideline reporter has to make like a series of bets at various casinos through like a subsidiary yeah. person. Like, you know, so, Oh yeah. Yeah. That that's how you I think play we that. just wrote I think we just wrote Oceans 14. Oh, I think so. This one's going to be with all dogs. <laughs> all right, out of my real pick. Uh, whether which of the owners gets mentioned first, Robert Kraft or Jeffrey Lurie? Uh, Robert Kraft is minus 200, so I'm betting 100 single bucks to win 50. Oh, once, once again, I'm going with the crazy bets. You guys are going with... Come on, come on. of course it's going to be... Ro- I'm right, here to make money. Yeah. <sighs> It's all fake money, so you should be betting all the crazy bets and having fun. That's what I'm doing. Well, sort of. I have a safe bet or two. Are you... Uh, bucks are very real. Betting, yeah. It's blockchain uh, supported. I feel good about it. Yeah. Okay. I feel good about it. If anyone wants to invest, our, ours will not uh, disappear and be replaced by a dirty word on a website. Okay. I'm going to move on from that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Colin, uh, you're up with your next pick. I, I teased it earlier. I've got a national anthem bet here for you. Uh, right along the theme of the national anthem is a place for impartiality and overly self-seriousness. See kneeling, see NFL, see no fun league. Pink will not be airborne at any time during the national anthem. This seems like the lock of all of my prop bets. I don't I understand really good about that. Yeah, because she her halftime performance a couple years ago, she came in from the ceiling. Well, and that's been, that Lady Gaga. Yeah, well, yeah, I was gonna say Gaga well, did that. But, but Pink's thing has always been like aerial acrobatics, well singing. Yeah, what if she's like up on a stage or up on a podium? I think she has to leave the. I ground. think they mean suspended. Yeah. Um, it just seems like an absolute lock to me. It, yeah, but it also it just seems weird that it's out there. Um, especially because if you look at a lot of the singers and mostly for halftime shows, people have been suspended a lot. Uh, Katy Perry was up on a big giant lion or something. So I don't know. It's something that people have done. <laughs> I, nobody has really done it during the national anthem. I feel like, yeah, it's a lot like, uh, a bet that the casino puts out there just to get people to talk themselves into betting on it because the odds are long. Yeah, just throwing like 40 bucks at it or something. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that easily. Kind of uh, like the, will there be a safety or not? People bet on it every year and there's almost never a safety. Yeah. That or will it go to overtime, which paid for the first yeah. time ever last year. Yep. Exactly. All right. Uh, my third bet here, uh, well, I guess fourth overall. Oh, this one's going to be a fun one. This one doesn't really totally involve the game, but it does involve game day. Over under the number of tweets by one Donald J. Trump on the day of February 4th. <laughs> so it's from sunup to sundown. The number is five. I'm taking the under at minus 120. I don't feel great about it, especially because him and Kraft are friends. I feel like there will be one tweet about the Super Bowl, either, you know, like after the game, maybe but there's probably going to be a bunch before in the day about Benghazi or something. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what you're doing here yeah. because I would Tom Brady you. is a Trump supporter. We know that. Well, he is, I, but he wouldn't go I to the White House. Too, um, when he tweets, he tweets like four or five tweets at a time. You know, And yet doesn't tweeter. know how to thread them. Yeah, but I feel like yeah. he doesn't tweet 
Like he doesn't actually. I don't. I feel like the five, the four or five region is around like the number of tweets he'll have in a day. Like I, I don't know if you go like probably why that's where they set the line. Yeah, I was gonna say like I don't. The guy isn't tweeting like thirty times a day. So like, this isn't. I don't know. Either way, I thought it'd be fun just to. I I don't follow Trump on Twitter, uh, but I thought it would be kind of funny to uh, to make a bet on on something kind of totally ludicrous like this. So I'm going with that. As, um, as awful as Twitter has become, I'm still a daily user of it. Uh, my girlfriend will attest to that. Uh, and I think the one redeeming thing they've done in the past year is when they rolled, slowly rolled out that 280 characters, someone made the conscious decision to not give it to Trump until they had to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're going to hold on. He sat at 140 until everyone got 280. Uh, seriously. <laughs> uh, all right. So there's, there's my uh, fourth one. So, Jack, what's up? What do you got? Um, let's see. I got, oh, I got a good cross sport bet. It is, uh, which will be greater total points for the Eagles or total goals scored in the three NHL games on Sunday. Uh, considering that I know nothing about the NHL, this is an adventure. I went with points for the Eagles at minus 230. Um, the idea is that the Eagles are probably going to be in the 20-ish point range, which would make uh, average goal scored in each NHL game of round seven. And that seems a little high, in my expert NHL opinion. <laughs> well, right. to be fair, you've watched as many NHL games as NFL games this year. so Yeah, that, that's pretty true. All right. I love it because I got a crossover one as well. So, Colin, what's your last one? My last one, and I'm going to break some more news here. It's cold in Minnesota. What? Uh, I'm, I'm going to bet that the temperature outside the stadium is mentioned two-plus times during the broadcast. Uh, we are forecast for a negative two as the temperature at 8 a.m. on game day, with it rising, and this is a very Minnesota sentence, rising from negative two to between three and five degrees at game time. Nice. I think they're going to hammer on how cold it is. They really have been all week. Um, so yeah, temperature outside stadium mentioned two plus times. I remember that Packers Giants playoff game; it got mentioned about six or seven times. So if it's anything what, um, like that, that's because they were outside. Yeah, that's true. What uh, what's the actual line of that? Is it over under one and a half times? I'm guessing. I think Bovada has one and a half. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I just saw it translated to uh, between zero and one, and then two or more. That's a great one because it's gonna. I think it's going to be more than once for sure. Cause they're going to do it like once early on in the game. And then maybe later they'll probably just show it back on the screen. I mean, I don't even know if they need to say it or they'll just show it. Uh, Cause right. they'll do Bovada that. Sometimes. Has over under one from kickoff until final whistle. Halftime does not count. Yeah. There's all Free game doesn't count. Halftime doesn't count. It's yeah. just in the course of the game. I was going to say a lot or of their, a lot of their bets don't count if halftime. I always wonder what that means if somebody makes one of those references in that little spot between the like once that the first half has ended and then them going to break. Like, does that count? Yeah, then? the bumper where it says "Welcome to the Pepsi Halftime Show." Yeah, like I don't know, like when the cutoff is there. That's why some of these bets always end up getting pulled back or getting pushed or like you know millions of dollars a year. Yeah, because they can just decide whatever they want. No, for sure. Every single bet on here says book manager's decision decision is final. So Yep. All right. All right. Here's a here's a good one. Um another crossover and another crossover involving the NHL. Total yeah. sacks. Total sacks in the Super Bowl greater than 
the goals in the Vegas Knights and Washington Capitals game. Um, I have the sacks. Wait, do I have the sacks being greater? That doesn't. Yeah. Okay. I got the sacks being greater. I'm I'm betting on the Cub, baby. That's going to be rough. Uh, I I don't don't feel great about it. It's plus one thirty five. Uh, especially because the Knights and the Capitals, all they do is score a bunch of goals. The Knights are like the best team in the league, which is crazy because they're an expansion franchise. Um, but they score a bunch of goals, so that's gonna be fun. I'm kind of uh, kind of just hoping Collins Eagles theory is correct, but uh, we'll we'll see about that. So, yeah, you're thinking like five sacks in this game. Yeah, but didn't you just spend a couple minutes earlier in the podcast outlining how there will not yes. be many sacks? I know, I know, I don't want to talk <laughs> about it. I, I, I'm honestly, I'm honestly thinking that like I'm almost guessing that that Nick Foles goes down a few times. I, James Harrison's going to get something, or like that. That's I don't know. I feel like there might be a few desperation sacks, maybe a strip sack. I, I don't know because you don't even need to get the guy to the ground if you just strip the ball out. It counts as a sack. So. I don't know. Well, we'll see. I, I'm i hoping for a low-scoring game on a Sunday uh, between two NHL teams, uh, so we'll see. All right, that's mine. Uh, Jack, you have your last pick here. All right, uh, this is my pick with the longest odds. It is even, so bet 100 to win 100. If anyone besides Nick Foles or Tom Brady takes a snap in the game, not counting kickers or punters, um, obviously, if Nick Foles totally craps the bed, they've said that they might throw the third string guy in or there's always a weird trick play direct snap type thing to the yep. or James White or what um, Eagles running backs or you know all that kind of stuff you said the it was, you're picking that somebody will somebody will take yes. a snap other than the two guys okay I like it I like it I was looking at that one but the Patriots have for sure run trick plays like that before they haven't in a while so it seems like a good Bowl. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems like a good uh, time for James White to throw a halfback pass to a wide open, like backup tight end or something. Or yeah, uh, they they really did right stuff on a couple of those. Jeez, uh, I was gonna say because Jack, you guys, you guys ran a bunch of trick plays against Jacksonville. Against Jacksonville, yeah, yeah, like yeah. like it's like you could tell like their defense was kind of getting in the head of the Patriots when the Patriots have to be like, all right, we're going to start throwing weird stuff out there. See how you guys react to it. Well, and I think they mentioned well. it either on Twitter or on the broadcast that it's a testament to the Patriots success that they've had these trick plays in their back pocket all season and have yet to had or had up until that Jacksonville game been in a situation where they needed to use some crazy plays. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. So we've, we've all made our picks. There they are. They're yeah, all fun. I have a few, I have a few fake props that I want to okay. buy you guys. What you before got? I, before I do that, I want to break some news here. I've just received word on Carolyn's pick. Uh, she has also chosen the Patriots minus four and a half, oh, which locked her for second place in the playoffs at five, four and one guaranteeing her to finish ahead of usual. Yeah. Is that because <laughs> she likes the blue or the silver or the yeah. red? Yeah, which which one of the the American colors does she like the best? That's, I I'm, I did oh, not receive word on that. You know what? It was you know what minus four and a half frowny face. She she likes. I know what it is. She likes the logo, the old school Patriots logo of the guy bending over. That's that's Pat Patriot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely what she likes. All right. Uh, so I think they should make Tom Brady play in a three cornered hat. That's just me though. I love it. I love it. Um, uh, so, some oh, props yeah. that I have invented here that I want your quick uh, quick take on. Okay. Uh, will the rest of NSYNC show up for the halftime show? I think that's actually a prop. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> it just came to me 
yeah, I I don't know what to make of that. You one. can you can bet you can bet on who's going to show up because um, usually somebody does, right? I right. Say. Um, I well, Timberlake think... had his press conference today where he said we're going to do some things at the halftime show that have never been done before. Oh God. Okay. Sure. Sure. You are. Um, mm. Pull the wiener out instead of a boob. <laughs> I think I think he must show the nation at least one testicle. Oh that that'll make it even. Okay, exactly one. Okay. <laughs> I thought I read that George oh, uh, Stone or somebody said that none of them got invited to the halftime show, but that could also be a uh, misdirection. A smokescreen. Oh, um, I was going to say. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you can bet on who's going to be with him. Um, also, you can bet on whether or not he's going to cover a Prince song. Colin, I'm honestly surprised you didn't find Ooh. the odds on that one. Um, cause I think it's gotta be, it's gotta be like a lock that he's going to, I would rather right? he didn't, but, but I think he's going to, I, <laughs> yeah, think, I think so too. he's going, absolutely. He's going to, um, without a doubt, uh, by the way, right. you know, Prince would have been the halftime entertainment without a doubt. Like, uh, that sucks so much. Um, but uh, yeah, so I know like, prop number two, I know like NSYNC was up there, but I also, I would, okay, here's, I mean, <laughs> I think it would be Chris Stapleton. What? Yeah, because he's done a ton of stuff with Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton's on his new album. Like I, I, I had no idea. Seriously? What about I mean, Chris, uh, Bruno Mars coming just... in as a Prince cover? Oh, um, supposedly the next Bruno Mars or the next Prince. Oh, and yeah, he should parlay done the those two together. Show before. Yeah, he's showed up to other ones. Oh God, you Bruno should Mars. parlay those two together, Jack, and see what kind of odds you can get. Bruno well, Mars sucks. I might, might have to look at this. Yeah. Does that mean Cardi B is going to show up too? I'd be, uh, well, she is in town. She's here. I'd be cooler with Cardi B. Are we, are we done with Cardi B yet? <laughs> yeah, that's, I'd like to. Be. That's coming up shortly. Uh, all right, what's uh, what's prop number two? Uh, this one came out of a discussion I was having with my brother, uh, former podcast draftee. Um, the, yeah, the guy if, who drafted Wendy's. If if you were to set, yeah, that's him. Uh, if you were to set a total number of dillies we hear during the <laughs> broadcast. I think I'm not going to lie. Commercials. I'm not going to lie. I saw yeah. this somewhere. It was like over under 12 and a half. There's no way it's under, right? There's no way. Cause in one no. commercial, they're they probably going to say 12. Yeah. I mean, especially yeah. if does, does the word dilly dilly, does that count as two? That's two. Yeah. <laughs> so here's, here's yeah. the other question. Will the total number of dillies be even or odd? Oh, Oh, well, <laughs> it has cool. to be even, doesn't it? I, well, that would be the favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's going to be like minus <laughs> five hundred. That's one of those where people overthink it and will bet on odd just because they think, you know. Yeah, that's. There's going to be so it's definitely even. That's awesome. I I love it. <laughs> I did I did hear an unironic use of dilly dilly last night when I was out at the uh, rap show with the kids. Oh boy! Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a thing taking over the bars a little bit. I can't take it. It's uh, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a thing. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. I have one final one here. Okay. Uh, will a skull cheer break out at any point no. during the the broadcast? Will they no. do it? That would be I, so embarrassing. What? Having attended a, a good number of public events in the recent past around this Vikings rise to prominence, uh, they have broken out everywhere. So it would not surprise me. I mean, maybe in like but, a small group, but I doubt. How many Vikings fans yeah. are popping down five thousand dollars to go to a Super Bowl that the team isn't in and that they're super bitter about? 
Yeah. Dude, I can't. I'm not entirely sure. I honestly, the price being like an average of five grand, it, it just made me realize one thing. I, I will never go to a Super Bowl in my lifetime, <laughs> like ever, because yeah. if that's what the prices are now, it's only going up from there. There's just no way. Well, at some point, they'll come back down when the NFL um, yeah. fail. That's true. I'll never buy a ticket to the Super Bowl. I yeah. can guarantee that on my life. Yeah. I, I mean, like, that's the thing. Maybe I can cover one one day, but <laughs> like, there's, I don't know, there's no way I'm spending that kind of money. Even, like, I would say, like, even if the Packers were in the Super Bowl and it was in Minneapolis, I would, like, hell no. Five grand? Are you kidding What's me? What's the most you would spend on a ticket? <sighs> if the Packers were in the Super Bowl and they had, like, a good chance of winning? Like, it wasn't, yeah. like, them going up against the Warriors of, you know, I mean, the equivalent of the Warriors. Um, I'd pay to see that, too. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, I don't know. I would probably pay a chunk. I mean, if it was close, I don't know, $800? I was very, very close to spending 1200 when they were in Dallas. But I was a student, I didn't have it, and it was in Dallas. And that's the other thing. Like, I think, you know, like, yeah, if, I think if somebody said, like, hey, we got four seats they're twelve hundred dollars a pop and i had three buddies that were like yeah let's do this i'd be like oh, okay <laughs> i'll swing it <laughs> so yeah so but i mean at five thousand ain't happening so no. all right is that the last one that is the last one all right we got to quickly do a grinder of the week oh yeah it's time for club indigo's grinder of the week Here's the real OG. That's the original grinder, Jack Anchelis. All right, so Jack, I guess that's I. I should really change the intro because I usually end up taking over. Uh, should we let Colin do this one, or are you, you do you got it? I think I got it. Okay, you take Jack's it away. Got it. He's on his way up here. I think he can handle it. There we go. You got it. I would like to point out, by the way, I got another wedding coming up next month that some uh, club indigo action might be busting out at again. So, is it at the same place? No, it's not. It's in the Dells, though. So. Ooh, okay. That could get even grindier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, actually, before we do this, uh, real quick announcement. For the first time in like five years, me and my wife have no weddings in our schedule. What? It's, Boy, I got like seven. Dude, well, we've gone to like 40 in the last five years. I'm not even making that number up. The year we got married, our wedding was the 11th wedding of that year. Yeesh. So, like, I'm so done with that game. Anyways, Jack, who is it? Yes. Um, oh, the grinder. Yeah. I thought you were talking about who's getting married. No, no, I don't care. It, it, is, a, uh, it is a bar staff wedding, though. So that's <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, an ironic grinder of the week to all the reporters surviving in the cold weather in Minneapolis. Not that cold. Suck it up. Nobody cares about you. Uh, being cold for a little bit as you get shuttled by a car to your next place that the company is paying for. Yeah, seriously. Like, also, I mean, here's the thing. If it's two degrees, if it's negative two degrees, uh, it's not exactly negative 30. So let's all let's all take a chill pill. We'll be fine. I don't know. You can uh, buy a coat with your company credit card and write it off, and you'll be just fine. Yep, and then you can keep it for the rest of time. So how's that sound? Uh, all right. I think it's a good grinder here. So, um, all right. I think I probably need to get out of here. Seeing as how it's one o'clock in the afternoon and I need to like fall asleep at some point today. This is, this has been a rough one for me. Uh, so anyways, uh, thank you guys for, uh, for joining me on another season of the Finkelcast NFL best, best contest. We may have to meet again next week to figure out how we did. 
uh, how, who won our, our little contest here. So, anyways, with that said, uh, before I uh, wish these guys off, once again, check out the blog at thebig1070.com slash Joel, where you can see uh, all the other past videos, uh, all the past podcasts, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Go check it out. Uh, you can check out, or you can actually subscribe to the uh, video stream. That would be at youtube.com slash Joel F. That's J-O-E-L-T-H-E-F where you'll get notifications when we go live and all that fun stuff. So that's very cool. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Joel Finkelman. You can follow Colin on Twitter at Colin Q. Burke. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Anchelies. And there we go. So, uh, so yeah, Colin, thanks for uh, joining us, buddy. It was a pleasure taking your Finkel bucks all season. Uh, got you on, rode a boat. All right, Jack, thanks, man. Yes. Uh, one other thing. Facebook reminded me today that it is the one-year anniversary of the first ever draft house. Oh, the football season is over. Yep, I think it's draft house season. I I would I would tend to agree with you on that front. So we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. Don't worry, draft house isn't going anywhere. So, alrighty, thanks guys. We'll see you next time. That's where you say bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> okay. Peace out. All right, peace out. <laughs>